Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You are listening to Zero Dark Nerdy. They have the meats. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast. Brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network and, of course, betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs. This is your boy, Brian, a.k.a. El Nino, and today I'm joined with Ryan Saber, Captain Cleveland, all-star game in Cleveland this weekend, Browns, Cavs, Guardians, C-L-E, till I die. There we go. We just released the 2022 movie preview episode that my lovely daughter Jordan was on big ups to Jordan and as promised we are now getting ready to do our 2022 superhero movie preview we definitely deserve you know figured that it it deserved its own episode so we are going to try to do it justice I know Matthew and Jerry couldn't make it today big shout out to those guys in Raleigh and uh Jordan is in Raleigh with with Daisy so big shout out to them as well who his girl no no who who's the guy the last guy you mentioned did I say Jordan yeah, I don't know that. Who is that guy? <laughs> yeah, he's been MIA for a while. You can catch him on Twitch, though. Doodoo Brown, 3879. <laughs> Eventually, he will definitely, hopefully, come back into the studio. So we are going <laughs> to we we gonna be going down the list of the superhero movies coming out this year. Now, before I get into it, you know, there's obviously not going to be any spoilers on this, but there is a lot of tentative stuff out there. We decided to not put it on this episode. We wanted to go ahead and put in the movies that have concrete dates, at least as of right now, barring another massive COVID outbreak. So I know that when we were doing the 2022 movie preview episode, those are movies that Ryan and I have been previewing <laughs> for the last two years. It feels like. Do you want me to say something? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Am I supposed to inject something there? I don't think there's much more to say. Yeah. I mean, I've done, Top Gun Maverick for my (laughs) three fucking years in a row. It feels like so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. People are going to be listening to those episodes. Like, so when did this air? And when did that movie come out? We're going to look back on this in in you know ten, twenty years or whatever, and they're going to be like, why does Ryan keep bringing up Top Gun Maverick? Even though football's almost over, BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot in 2022 with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. It's a new year with a new updated desktop and mobile website. So sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and the UFC. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, it's where... The game starts. Two after we got March fourth, the Batman. So we got a young Batman, pretty much about they're 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 saying he's about maybe two years into the Batman role, uh, played by Robert Pattinson, and then Matt Reeves directing. Did Deadpool, Deadpool two, uh, you know, visually I like his work, and then you know as far as the the rest of the cast. We got Colin Farrell playing the Joker. Zoe Kravitz is uh, the Penguin. Colin, Colin Farrell's playing. Yeah, the Colin penguin. Farrell's playing the Penguin. Sorry about that. Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Paul Dano as a Riddler, like we've never seen before. 
And honestly, one of the, the things I'm really most excited about is Andy uh, Circus playing Alfred. Yeah, it's coming out. There's already two sequels planned for this film. I went ahead and booked my tickets for opening night because I know if I don't go see it opening night, Facebook and social media is going to ruin it for me, like just about everything else out. So, Saber, what's your take on the Batman, you know, as far as how you're feeling, how you, you know, things like that? Yeah, what I'll say on this one is I'm really excited for it. In the way that Christopher Nolan took his trilogy kind of dark, and gritty. I mean, Batman's always sort of a darker, grittier superhero. I thought Christopher Nolan took it to the next level. I think that Matt Reeves is taking it up even a, a further notch. This feels very sort of, um, I, it's hard for me to explain. Like, it's like, I, and I, and I wish Jordan was here to help me with, with film genres. Um, noir, dark noir or whatever the the film genre where it's just very dark and 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 um i think that they're taking a very good angle with this mm-hmm. they're not doing the origin story because the origin story's played out like you said they're kind of starting midstream now i'm sure there will be flashbacks you know the pearl necklace i'm sure the pearl necklace that his mother's wearing i'm sure that'll make <laughs> an appearance but I, they're not going to go back and do the whole thing not super pumped about robert pattinson you know i don't want to get into that whole thing because of how much shit ben affleck took and really almost every batman yep. takes i'm sure he'll do fine uh but I, I i'm just i'm looking forward to a different look different feel it's almost from what i've read and from less gadgets and toys mm-hmm. and more Detective detective type stuff. And as you said, the Paul Dano thing, I mean, he's going to be like a serial killer. Now, I think it's always assumed that like the Joker and the Riddler and the Penguin and all the Batman villains are serial killers. But this is going to be like a like a true crime esque movie. Right. And. I think it's gonna be really good. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I probably won't go see it on opening night. I know you sent me the text message about wanting to go on Thursday night or whatever. I probably won't do that, but I will see it, you know, very early on. Maybe I'll see it on Sunday or whatever, opening weekend. Yeah. I, again, the main reason I do it, I, I used to hate opening weekends to be quite honest with you, just because, you know, there's there's just people that show no respect as far as to me, and I'm, I know we need to have a podcast episode based on Uh-oh, this. Oh, here we movie go. theater etiquette. Here and we go. At least there's a sign seating now. So, I, you know, I went ahead and got Ashley and I seats right there in the middle. And, and on top of that, I really have to see it because of social media. Because if you don't go see this stuff when it first comes out, I mean, I remember just watching Peacemaker this week. And I kept having to scroll by stuff because it was like all these cameos in the last Folks. episode of Peacemaker. Folks, this has come from the guy that almost pissed his pants when Harry Styles came on the screen. <laughs> You're never going to let that go. In the <laughs> eternal. That's so. not true, by the way. Not true. <laughs> yeah, but I love it. I love the, the narrative that I've created there. It's going to be on my tombstone. Pissed his pants when Harry Styles came on the screen at Eternals. Brian Hernandez, a.k.a. El Nino. <laughs> All right, so that's March 4th. We got the Batman coming up. Really the first big one of the year. And then uh, we got, to me, what is honestly the biggest question mark of the year that's been pushed back countless times, 
And it's not because of the actor. I think Jared Leto is a exceptional actor. Obviously, so does the Academy. And I'm not saying that you have to have an Academy Award to be an exceptional actor. There's a lot of people out there that have not won one, which is another podcast episode we need to do. I think the guy can bring it in any role. But Morbius coming out April 1st, you know, a big anti-hero. I've always been a big fan of the anti-heroes, Ghost Rider, Punisher. Morbius is definitely up there. Uh, I've always been a huge fan of the vampire genre. So I'm just kind of curious to see what's going to happen with this movie. As the trailer shows, we're supposed to get Michael Keaton in there, uh, apparently reprising his role as a vulture that's in prison or, or whatnot. So, you know, we'll see. To me, this is the biggest question mark of the year. I'm not saying it's going to define everything that Marvel does after. This is Marvel Sony, by the way. This isn't Marvel. Uh, you know, it's not the MCU. So, you know, with that being said, Saba, what, what's your take on Morbius? Well, we're, we're getting Michael Keaton. We may get Venom. I, I don't know in this. It, it'll be interesting. You know, now with Spider-Man and, and, and Homecoming and them creating, it sounds like Tobey Maguire wants to make more movies. It sounds like Andrew Garfield wants to make more movies. Obviously, Tom Holland's doing another trilogy. That's a college years. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, this could be Michael Keaton as the vulture, but a a variant of the Michael Keaton that we know from the Tom Holland timeline. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with this. My guess is Tom Hardy, this vulture, and probably this Dr. Michael Morbius will be in the Andrew Garfield timeline. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, this is going to be the start of sort of that. And look, it's going to get really confusing for the casual fan. You and I certainly, and folks that love comic book movies and are, are nerds in that perspective, will will certainly be able to follow it. But I, I think it's going to get confusing for the casual fan. And I think this may end up backfiring on Sony and Marvel for the for the casual viewer. You're yeah. not going to be able to, with the way they have this kind of going and, and mm -hmm. having potentially three three timelines of Spider-Man stuff. Oh, not to mention a movie we'll talk about later, mm -hmm. right? In with, from an animated perspective, you know, so they got four different sort of arcs going on at once. I think it could get a little confusing for the casual fan and you might not be able to get just somebody to go, Hey, a new Spider-Man movie came out. You want to go see it? It's like, no, I can't go fucking see it. Cause I haven't watched the last four and I have no fucking clue what's going on. Right. You know? So I think that would be the one negative that maybe I would inject into this, but sure. Is this, is this a movie that I'm dying to see? No. Is it a movie? You know, I don't like vampire movies to begin with outside of, you know, unless you're a day walker, I'm 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 all out on vampire movies. Uh so there's that, but I will see it. I definitely will not go to the theaters and see it. This will be a you know, HBO Max or Netflix or whatever it gets released. I'll see it on a streaming service. But that's no different. I mean, I've seen both Venom movies on streaming services. Right. So and I would put it in the same care in the same category as those. So the next one on the list coming out, we got May 6th, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, trailers galore. And I tell you, Saba, I think the most 
And it never fails when a trailer comes out. You know, a lot of people will sit at home and they'll freeze frame by freeze frame every single thing about it. But we also know that Marvel likes to throw in some bullshit in there to keep us on our toes. Yeah. So, you know, uh, is it on the hot list? Yes, uh, of course it is. I mean, this, this could definitely be this year's No Way Home, which to me was probably one of the best, if not the best uh, you know, comic book movie of last year. And, and we'll get into that when we do our 2021, uh, pop culture awards here in a few weeks. But, uh, you know, I'm definitely excited about it. I mean, the multiverse, we really got to see for the first time and the, not the first time, but I thought the what if series did a great job with that, especially Dr. Strange, his episode on it. And I mean, we've gotten glimpses of, obviously we got, um, uh, Scarlet Witch coming, coming back first appearance of America Chavez, and then, uh, you know, uh, who knows what else this is going to show? I mean, there's been rumors of Tom Cruise playing futuristic Iron Man, all kinds of stuff. So it's going to be one of those things to uh, you have to go see it that first day because it's going to be immediately ruined for you the next day on social media unless you just want to stay off. So what what's your take on it? Yeah, I mean, this is this is the number one movie on the list for me. Mm-hmm. It's the the it's the number one Marvel movie uh for me for for this year it is a movie that we've known has been coming for a few years obviously there's been lots of rumors even during development i remember and i remember seeing spider-man far from home in the theaters and i think i saw it with you in the theater and I remember in the scene where Mysterio is kind of fucking with Peter Parker and he's like falling down. He doesn't know where he's at. They faked like the Nick Fury getting shot or Nick Fury thing. Right. Like I, uh, I said, this is how I remember saying to somebody, maybe it was you, maybe it was somebody else that this is how multiverse of madness is going to be. So you think about it, there was, there was talk of what it was going to be way back then. Um, I think, it's going to be a little borderline for me. I think there's going to be some scary stuff. I And I hate when we talk about this because it makes me sound like such a little bitch. I get fucking scared. Okay. Like I'm, I'm not um, like real life scenarios and situations don't fucking scare me, but like this shit, it does. I don't know. I can't explain it. So I know in the, in the trailer or the various trailers, we've seen at least three versions of Dr. Strange. We've seen a couple versions of, of Scarlet Witch. Obviously, we just talked about uh, Professor X. There's no telling who else is on that. They're they're saying it's setting up for the Illuminati thing. Wow. There, there's no telling. There may be a a variant of Loki up there. There may be a variant of Kang up there on that on that dais uh, that you see the the shadowy figures. There may be an Iron Man right. variant. Uh, they're talking about maybe one or two different in this in the trailers. One or two different versions of either Captain Mer- Marvel, Marvel, Captain Marvel and uh, and or Photon, uh, who is the um, the Rambo, the Monica Rambo character that was created in WandaVision. So, yeah, this is along the lines of what we were just talking about. This is going to be a Civil War level event, non-Avengers movie where you're going to have not only related characters to the story, but. Unrelated characters, to be honest. I mean, you could have 
a Red Hulk or something. You know what I mean? Like, there's no telling the direction that they will go with this. But it is my number one Marvel movie that I'm looking forward to in 2022. And it's also my number one overall superhero movie that I'm looking forward to in 2022. I think it's going to be fantastic. All right. So the next one is, to me, going to be my surprise hit of 2022. It's the animated film DC League of Super Pets. I mean, Saba and I, huge dog lovers. Uh, for the majority out there, we hope that you're dog lovers, if not at least pet lovers. If you're not I, a dog lover, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Tr- yeah. I don't, you, yeah, I don't you, know what's you, going you, on with you. Yeah, at le- yeah. have, have some kind of pet at least. So, I mean, it is called the DC League of Super Pets. So you need to have a cat, snake, something. But- so is, is the premise that it's the superheroes pets? Correct. So animated okay. film coming out May 20th. Uh, obviously, the two biggest stars attached to it are The Rock and Kevin Hart. The, the bromance grows even stronger. Uh, the Rock is playing Crypto, Superman's dog, where... Um, Kevin Hart is going to be playing Ace the Bat Dog. And, I mean, Kevin Hart has already been great in The Secret Life of Pets. Like, we know he's incredibly funny, talented actor, great voice actor. And then on top of that, you got a supporting cast. I don't know what characters they're tied to because, I mean, really – the thing is, you don't know that much about Super Pets. Well, it says Krasinski Krasinski playing Superman. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so then you have the actual superheroes in it, too. So you do have uh, Kate McKinnon's playing a role in there. Krasinski, I did not know he was playing Superman. Good find on that. Diego Luna and Keanu Reeves. I you, I got to believe that Keanu Reeves is doing Batman. <laughs> that, you know, and he would be, and we'll get to that later. There's going to be four different variations of Batman this year, which is just a whole oh, other yeah. thing. It's a good point. Yeah. So, you know, just kind of like, you know, I don't know how much you are into animated films. We've yet to really do an animated films episode. So say, but just what's your feeling on this one in particular? I saw a trailer for it. I don't know. Maybe if it was, maybe it was during the Super Bowl or something. Look, I like the animated movies, especially the ones that have pets in them or animals sing and, you know, I, I, it's, I think it's a product of growing up when the Disney movies were coming out that I still sort of have a special place in my heart for them. I'll see it. It's very similar to Morbius. This won't be one that I go. I know you'll be there opening night. Regal pass, uh, baby. Regal pass. You'll be, but this will be the one that, you know, when it comes out on Apple TV or, you know, Hulu or HBO Max or whatever, shout out to all the streaming services that, I will, I'll watch it when it debuts there. Uh, but this isn't one that I'm going to run out or that, to be honest with you, that I, I don't feel any way about it. I'm not excited and I'm not unexcited. Right. Yeah. To me, I mean, like I said, I feel like this is going to be a surprise hit this year and a very family friendly surprise hit. So I can see myself, my daughter, my nieces and nephew, uh, yeah. you know, Ashley's the, the the whole family can go to and really enjoy it. Which Great is movie for kids. Right, right. For kids and then us adult kids out there. So is it at the top of my list? No, but I, I mean, I will say it's in my top five and we'll get into that later where we're going to do a top three of the movies that we want to see the most this year. And then uh, we all know pretty much just about every year, except for the pandemic, there's always a Marvel movie that comes out right around July 4th weekend. This year, we're going to have Thor, Love and Thunder, or as I like to call it, as Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, And it's going to have Natalie Portman coming back to the franchise as Thor, a version of Thor, the female Thor. So, uh, you know, this one, again, very, very excited about. Um, 
Taika Waititi is back, and I mean the guy literally can can do no wrong. So I'm excited to see this this variation of it. Obviously, uh, to me, I feel like this will be a prequel to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which will which we will be getting next year. I know that there's been talk about the Christmas special coming out this year. That's this that, and the other. I'm really more excited about Guardians Three, but I do think that this will lead up to it. So that's just my take on it. I think you're going to be pleasantly pleasantly surprised and and happy with that Christmas special that you just just disregarded. I've been seeing some, and that's obviously a t- it's on Disney Plus. It's more of a TV show, mm-hmm. a limited series, but it's going to follow. It's it's going to be it will be part of the timeline that's happening right now. Anyways, in terms of Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, pumped. You know, love it. I, I, look, I'm an M- I'm a I am an MCU fucking whore. So. I can't, I can't get enough of it. Like just inject that shit straight into my veins. You know what I mean? Like it's almost to a fault. I love it all. So I'm, I'm definitely really excited about this. Uh, you know, if you think about it, really Thor is the only core yeah. member of the Avengers, the main ones that's, yeah. that's going to even have um, a role in this phase. Now, look, uh, Ruffalo will be in the She-Hawk series on Disney Plus a little bit and those kinds of things, but he's getting a movie and he's also going to be in in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 that comes out next year. So the other side of that, what I'm really excited about this is Chris Pratt's in this movie and he plays a role in this movie. So you're going to have Star-Lord in this movie for a, a, a period of time. So yeah, yeah. to me, I, I would I would say this is probably number two on my list for the Marvel movies that are coming out this year. Okay. And and to me, I, you know, honestly, it, it's tied for DC League of Super Pets as far as, I don't want to say surprise of the year, but I do think it's going to be better than people expect. I mean, especially if we have anything close to what Ragnarok was, which just like you said, the first two Thors were trash. I mean, Thor Ragnarok is, and we have to have another episode, obviously, but when we did our first kind of MCU top fives this was right when infinity war came out and i believe we've had at least 10 films since then so uh you know we'll have to you know update that a little bit but i'm excited about it and just to backtrack a little bit another reason i am excited about dr strange is because it was the first rumors and rumblings of a mahersala ali appearance since you brought him up as blade so you know obviously we got to wait till may 6th to see that but well, there we go. So to well, me- technically, we've already gotten a Mahershala appearance. Bro, but just the voice, though. Just the voice. But that's apparently that's what they're fucking doing now. <laughs> What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you are online. And with all of the threats that you face today on the Internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 a month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com believe, and that's believe spelled B-L-E-A-V. You'll get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. <laughs> so the next one is uh, Black Adam. 
coming out July 29th with The Rock. He's had this under his belt for quite some time. Of course, there was delays due to COVID. To me, I do feel like this is going to be the breakout film of 2022. I think we're well past the point on if a DC movie really makes or breaks DC and Warner Brothers, you know, because there's no really legit tie-in. And even when they do try to tie it in, uh, it does need some explanation. But I think they're just past that. Like, uh, you know, DC with the Batman now, even though they're saying that that's going to fall into another universe, I think they're in the whole multiverse thing. And But the Black Adam series is supposed to tie in with Shazam. And that one has been, I believe, pushed back to next year. So we'll talk to that. Shazam 2, something of the gods. So we got The Rock, obviously. And then we have the Justice Society of America, which includes Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. We got uh, Aldris Hodge as Hawkman. Just saw the preview for that and that quick little DC trailer, which, by the way, if you have not seen the DC movie trailer for the movies coming out this year, incredibly awesome i mean it gets you pumped for dc movies dc um, does make a good trailer don't they, they really do even if the movies are shit their trailers are awesome and then we have uh adam smasher as well as cyclone on it i mean i'm i'm super pumped for this the rock straight out said that this was the hardest and if you've not seen a picture of the rock in the last three to five years i don't know if you just don't have social media you're probably not listening to this podcast but the guy is just in a uh incredibly ripped human being. He said it was the toughest diet he's ever been on his, in, in, in his entire life. Didn't want any extra padding, none of that shit with the, with it, uh, any of that uh, as far as the, uh, the wardrobe, the costume. It literally just fit around him. So, you know, he wanted to look the part 100%. And has he become a great actor in Hollywood? Personally, in my opinion, I think he has. So I'm excited about Black Adam. It's definitely in my top three. Saba, where's it at as far as your your top three to five? Yeah. So for me, I would say that this is a candidate for me for disappointment of Ooh. the year. Ooh. And what I what and and let me clarify what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. It will fall. It, I think it has the potential to fall below my expectations. Okay. Because while I am a MCU whore, I am also a Dwayne Johnson <laughs> whore. Right. Like I love Jungle Cruise. You hear me? Like yeah. I I love everything The Rock makes. And this yeah. one to me, you know I'm a huge Shazam fan. Yeah. Love Shazam. Totally into that. So when the trailer first came out for this, you know, and it opens up with Shazam and it fucking you know, I I, I just I I worry about it because The Rock has is larger than life. Mhm. And in my opinion, he is probably the biggest star of any superhero movie that we've had ever mm-hmm. to make their debut in superhero movies at the point that, the, that he is at in his career. Sure. So I think there's a lot of expectations it's like, oh, my God, The Rock makes great movies. This is going to be great. And it's like. Number one, it's DC, so I'm skeptical to begin with. Like Jordan's a fucking Jordan Brown's a DC guy. He loves fucking DC. So, and here's the thing: I'm an apologist for DC. Like I like the original Suicide Squad. I like Justin League, but Justice League, Batman versus Superman. So I find a way to talk myself into liking some of these other movies. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not gonna do that with this one. Like if it's <laughs> if it's bad, I'm gonna be fucking pissed because of 
the reverence and the, the pedestal that I put the rock on. So I am very excited for this movie, mm-hmm. but I'm also, I have anxiety when it comes to this movie. Cause I'm worried. I'm going to fuck. I'm, I'm worried. I'm going to hate it. I gotcha. I gotcha. Completely, completely understandable. And you know, we'll see when, when it comes out, uh, you know, obviously he's excited. Everyone's excited about it. We're going to see what happens. And then it'd be interesting to see, and to me, the, probably one of the most interesting parts is how it does tie in with Shazam Fury of the Gods, which I just remembered yeah. the name of the sequel. This next one, you know, to me, I, I definitely feel is is up there. It's in my 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 top three list. Spider Man Across the Spider Verse Part One, most importantly, coming out October seventh. We got the same writers. Phil Lord, as well as Chris Miller back. They did the first uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And then on this one, of course, we're going to see a ton, of, a ton of other shit. But the only thing that's really kind of beneficial besides him and Spider-Gwen coming back is uh, Oscar Isaac coming in to play Spider-Man 2099. Tom Holland, too. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Nice. So, I mean, this one, I remember it was me, you, I think Jordan and Jadon. Jerry. And yeah, Jerry went to go see this in the theaters and we all just walked out with our, with our minds blown. I mean, the movie was so good. It didn't feel, and I'm not saying anime, animated movies are not good. It just story-wise, the visuals, everything else, it was a movie going experience. If this ever, if the first one ever comes back in theaters again, and you did not have a chance to go see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse in movie theaters, I highly suggest you go do it because it is a phenomenon. Like we didn't go see it in IMAX either. We just saw, we saw it at red cinemas and it was a blast. So to me, obviously the bar is set super high in my opinion, but I am incredibly pumped for this. God only knows what they're going to come out with. And I mean, really they kind of have like carte blanche as far as whatever they can do in part one of two of this new across the spider verse. Yeah, you know, you talk about that story. I didn't even want to go see the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, what was it, 2018, I guess, or maybe 2019? It was 2019. It was literally right before the pandemic hit. Yeah, it was just a random Wednesday yep. in December. Behern was texting me, and he's like, you know, come see this movie with us. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to go. <laughs> so I was kind of ghosting him, and then he had Jordan. He fucking pulled the card on me. He had Jordan Brown fucking text me and asked me to go and told me he would sit next to me. So I went and hold his hand. He did not hold my hand, but he brought two cans of cream soda to the movie. which was, <laughs> he did. I, I don't I know why that sticks that. with me <laughs> to this day. He brought two cans of cream soda and I'm like, well, number one, who brings fucking soda to the theater and who brings like cream soda? When's the last time? You cream soda? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. So I didn't even want to go see it. And it was one of the, best things that I've ever done that I going into it didn't want to do phenomenal movie. The the original Um, part of it is the soundtrack, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So that that's what's that I'm going to transition into my hopes for the second one. They got to come. They have to come correct with the soundtrack on the second one for it to, you know, live up or be in the same, uh, you know, ranking in my opinion is is the original. I'm really looking forward to this. I love the Miles Morales character. I love just everything that they did with it, visually, uh, with the you know the the writing, the story, 
everything was just so great. And it really, if you think about it, laid a lot of the groundwork kind of for what Spider-Man. The multiverse. Yeah. You yeah. know what, what, it, what it be, what it became, I, I think. Yeah. So, you know, I love the Kingpin, how they made him, his, him like huge, more, more true to life on the comic books. And it's just great. You know, I, I'm really looking forward to it. This is probably, and I know we're going to give, this is one of the top movies that I'm looking forward to. I know we're going to give our list coming out, but again, if you haven't seen the original, you have to see it. If you got kids, this is kid friendly. I know some of these superhero movies are starting to become less and less kid friendly with some of the violence and the storylines and things like that. This is definitely a kid friendly movie. Kids will love it. Uh, it's lighthearted uh, and visually it's just, it's phenomenal. And it's really unlike anything else. It is a one of a kind animated experience, and I'm really looking forward to see what they do in in the second iteration of this of this series. Couldn't say it better myself. Again, October seventh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse Part One coming out. Next one coming out uh, in re, in regards to theaters, November fourth. We have the Flash movie. Ezra Miller's coming back, reprising his role as a Flash, and we're going to have not one but two Batmans in this movie, Batman, however you want to say it, Batman, Batman. We got Michael Keaton reprising his role from the first two OG Batman, Tim Burton films. And then Ben Affleck uh, reprising his role as the most current Batman, not the Batman from Robert Pattinson's Batman. Uh, you know, it looks like it's going to take a little bit of the flashpoint, storyline with it which is is very exciting to me especially when you see the trailer and uh and it, and it is michael keaton's voice when he's like hey listen you know you can go to any timeline you want to you can reverse time why do you keep coming back to this one and i think they put that in there for for many reasons but most of all to get us excited about the flashpoint possible storyline to see what we're gonna see uh to me i i i want to put this in my top three it's definitely in my top five, but it is in my top three. I think Ezra Miller plays a phenomenal uh, Flash, uh, plain and simple. And I'm just interested to see what this movie really entails. And, you know, at the end of the day with DC, like I mentioned earlier, Warner Brothers, I don't care if it connects everything. That You know, the DCEU is kind of, I don't want to say disbanded, but it, it's not really accurate and... At this point, I don't really care. At this point, just just pump out good movies. Just do that, and then we can figure out later if they connect or not. So that's just my my take on it. Saber, where are you at with this? Oh, this is my number one DC movie of the year that I'm looking forward to seeing. I, I love Ezra Miller. I will say, <laughs> for anybody who hasn't didn't see the video that Ezra Miller put out a couple weeks ago, I think he really thinks that he is the Flash. <laughs> he don't give a shit. He was wearing a flash ring and all that in the video. It was, it was, it was good. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to the whole time travel component of it. I'm looking forward to the Michael Keaton. Batman is the sort of mentor to him. Uh, very similar to how Ben Affleck kind of took him under his wing in the timeline that we are familiar with. I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. And here's the thing. If this movie can be successful, it opens the door for them to go back to the Snyderverse 
and they can basically do whatever they want because they can say, oh, yeah, this was on a different time, you know, on a different timeline or whatever. So I really want them them being DC Zack Snyder to make a movie out of the end credit scene from the Snyder cut of the justice league yep. with the Joker, Jared Leto's Joker and Ben Affleck's Batman in this post-apocalyptic world where Superman goes fucking ape shit. Like I want to see that movie. And I think this one being successful is how we get to there. So I love the Michael Keaton Batman. Everybody loves the Michael Keaton Batman. I love the Ben Affleck Batman. I love Ezra Miller's play on sort of the clumsy, uh, dopey versions of um, of Barry Allen in The Flash. So this is definitely one of the movies that I will see. Maybe not day one. I won't. Maybe I won't see it on Thursday, but I'll definitely see it on Friday. So I am super pumped for this. I'm really glad you said that because my, my take is I feel like the flash is going to either really make a solidified DCEU, you know, hopefully bring it back. Zack Snyder. We all know that James Gunn is coming back to DC. Uh, you know, once he's done with guardians, he already said, that's it. That's that he's done with Marvel. If those two can tag team the DC universe together and not have a, a Kevin Feige over them, Holy shit. You know what I mean? We could see, we yeah. could definitely see a, a power shift. And, and I'm not saying Kevin Feige's not done a good job. The guy's done a great job, but he's also had some great talent underneath him too. But you have two really, really passionate directors that love the genre, know what they're doing. And if you can have those two pretty much become a Kevin Feige of the DC universe, fucking look out. Ezra Miller can do for DC what Tom Holland has done for the MCU, a, a younger superhero that brings in a different demographic. Right. And it's, 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 it's a slightly different take on a character that folks are used to seeing in their, you know, twenties or whatever to get sort of the, the high school or the, you know what I mean? The, yeah. the, the, yeah. the young adult yeah. crowd in there. Ezra Miller can do for DC what Tom Holland did for the MCU. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. A hundred percent. So, you know, moving on, we got about, yeah, we got two movies left that are two again, more. These are confirmed coming out this year, barring some bullshit with an epidemic. So black Panther Wakanda forever coming out November 11th. Uh, we all know Ryan's back as a director. The biggest question marks are, you know, will Nakia, will Shuri, will Okoye be the next Black Panther? Is Killmonger going to come back? Who is the main villain? So big question marks. And, you know, of course, an, an RIP and Saba and I, we've been, you know, very, very good friends for a long time now. It seems like when we're around each other, we also are there when bad news comes. And I will never forget it was Danielle's birthday big shout out to him oh, when we were visiting her for her birthday is when we got the news that uh, uh that our boy passed away the original black panther you know with that with that being said i don't know why i put that in there yeah <laughs> you know that and other yeah, other I, I we're think, not gonna get into that but either I way think though, it's a good point yeah i um, think it's a good point and, and and let me let me let me add a little bit of uh, yeah. uh added dialogue to that it it with that happening mm -hmm. it changes 
the dynamic and the trajectory of this individual film series within the bigger scope of the MCU. Correct. So it, for, in my opinion, I know you had talked about a couple of the movies that were candidates for sort of the biggest surprise of the year for you. Mm. This one is falls in that category for me as biggest surprise. Cause I don't have a lot of expectations for this, right? They have, had a lot of challenges with COVID they've had challenges and I don't want to get into it, but yeah. with the cast, they've had cha challenges with uh, associated with challenges. They've had with the cast doing rewrites of the yeah. script on the fly to change the overall arc of the story as a whole. So I just, I expect it to be a good movie because Ryan Coogler is an outstanding director. And I mean, at this point, Marvel just does not fucking miss. So the first piece, the next piece of shit they put out, is going to be the first piece of shit they put out. Right. So, and I'm not, <laughs> right. I'm not suggesting that this is going to be a bad movie. What I'm saying is because of all the challenges that I've seen this movie go through and just really an uncertainty of, we know, we have no idea what this movie is about. Right. You know, in a way that, I mean, I, now Thor, there's a little bit of, we, we don't really know what Thor's about, but at least we kind of can get a sense based on the characters that are good. It's basically the same cast of characters minus Chadwick. I know they're going to incorporate uh, Namor into this, the Submariner and all that, right? But, you know, I don't know where they're going with this. So expectations are very low on this. So that's why for me, it has the potential to be, Look, this may end up being my favorite fucking movie of the year right. because of a lack of expectations. And I'm curbing my expectations because of the challenges they've gone through. And even if it isn't a great movie, I'm not going to hold it against them because they've had to overcome yeah. so much adversity, starting with one of the most brilliant fucking actors of a generation unexpected you know it wasn't unexpected to him because he was battling with cancer for years but the guy didn't fucking tell anybody so yep. you know i mean look it, i wouldn't blame him if it is if it doesn't live up to you know the the first one definitely because that's a masterpiece and, and a, just a great film in general but i think this has that potential to be the breakout movie of the year for me because the expectations are so low but, you know yeah i agree there's a, there's a lot of mystery behind it nobody really knows where it's going um, you know, the introduction of Neymar has definitely been in those predictions who the main villain is going to be is Killmonger going to come back. There's a lot, a lot of question marks. And, you know, I, I definitely, hopefully, you know, best expectations is this movie rises like a Phoenix out of the ashes at worst. I, I think it'll be an okay film, but we definitely cannot hold that against the writers and directors, especially under the circumstances. So with that being said, Last and final movie uh, that's officially been announced for this year is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom coming out December 16th. We do know that uh, Black Mantis is coming back. And uh, apparently the guy that we talked about last episode that's in every yeah Yeah, yeah, Abdul-Mateen. Yeah, yeah, Abdul-Mateen. He, Abdul he, played, he played Morpheus in the latest... Yep. In the latest... Um, matrix movie that came out the the new version of morpheus and you know who he also was you remember the the show the get down on netflix yeah he was the uh he was like the bad guy the bad guy yeah yeah the netflix one that entered he was dancing and stuff yeah, yeah. he was, he was yeah. the club owner yeah he's he's a he's phenomenal and he, i know you haven't seen it but i will say this if you have not seen last year's not remake 
but the Candyman movie that Jordan Peele produced. Yeah. I know you haven't seen it, Saba, but for you horror fans out there, check out Candyman, the 2021 version. It was outstanding. I want to be clear to everybody. This whole fucking thing with me and not being able to watch scary movies started with fucking Candyman, the original <laughs> Candyman with uh, with Tony. Um, who's the original Candyman? No. Anyway, that's where it all started. So there is no under no fucking circumstances. Am I watching the remake of that movie? Hey, I was traumatized by the original Candyman. I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming you. So what? Uh, what? What? What's your take on on Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom here? I, you know, I don't care. I, I didn't love the original <laughs> one. Look, I love Jason Momoa. I think it's fine. I'll see the movie. This is another one that I'll see. You know, when it comes out on HBO Max, probably it'll be an HBO Max movie. It seems like HBO's got the rights a little bit. To no, no, the, they canceled that this year. Okay. So none of, no, yeah, none of the Warner Brothers movies like last year are supposed to now supposed to be in the keyword. Okay. Especially the movie hero ones going to come out on HBO. They're going to be theaters only. I'll see it. I don't dislike. I didn't even particularly not care for the first Aquaman movie. I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. I thought, you know, I, like I said, I like Jason Momoa. I, I liked his character, especially in the Snyder cut mm-hmm. of Aquaman, the more broy version of Arthur Curry, you know, I, look, it's December 16th. Um, the last movie last year that came out in December was Spider-Man, you know, yeah. they're, they, they making the DC's not Aquaman in the lost kingdom is not going to be Spider-Man no way home. So, um, you know, I'll see it when it comes out, when it's released, but I'm not going to the theater to see it. And it's, you know, it's, it, it's it's no dislike or anything for Jason Momoa, for the Arthur Curry character, for the original movie. I just, I'm not excited about this one. All right, so so my top three, I got to say, and I'll, I'll start with three, go to one. And, you know, this was a very, very close list. I think we did, what, nine movies, Saba, as far as the ones that are confirmed coming out. So very, very close list. Spider-Man, Across the Spider-Verse, coming in at number three number two and this is just the nostalgia version of myself which is pretty much every episode the flash because it is the it is the one dc movie i am most excited about black adam's up there as well it's it's in my top five but it's not in my top three so the flash is number two for me and then number one i gotta go doctor strange the multiverse of madness so that's my top three yeah, our lists are exactly the same. Um, you know, I kind of alluded to it as we were going through it. DC was my number, or Flash was my number one DC movie. Doctor Strange was my number one Marvel movie. Those are two movies. I mean, I, I started talking about Flash on episodes we had, yeah. you know, last year. I, you know, I'm, I've been super dialed into this one, so I'm excited. And I would say it's, it's really close. I would put the Batman probably at number four. Mm-hmm. And it's very close between Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And the Batman, but what I would say is I know what I'm getting with Into the Spider-Verse. I right. don't know what I'm getting with Matt Reeves in that version of Batman. So right. that's why I give it gives Spider-Man for me into the Spider-Verse the um what am I calling? I'm calling it into the Spider-Verse. That's not what it's called, right? Across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it a slight edge because 
I know what we're going to get from a visual perspective, from a music perspective, yeah. from a character progression, just right. everything. It's going to be phenomenal. So same three, but I would just add a little extra touch to it and say, I want to say that I would, I have Batman right there. Yeah. But I had to give uh, Spider-Man the edge. Be no. sure to like, subscribe, and follow Zero Dark Nerdy on all social media formats. As always, big thank you to the Believe Podcast Network as well as betonline.ag. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Yeah. Victory! And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.